following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Our apologies for missing an episode last week. Uh, it's been a bit hectic around the offices lately, but welcome back to Fantasy Beasts, where to find them. I am your host, Kyle Ranny. I am happily finally joined by our newest co-host of the show, Mr. Kevin O'Sullivan. Kevin, how are you? I'm pretty good, you know, a little tired. Had a, had a pretty busy weekend, if you will. <laughs> a, a bit of a crazy weekend, it sounded like, but... That's how uh, Tiki Tribe Productions tends to work. If you're not bon- burning both ends of the candles, what are you really doing? But guys, uh, today's another one of those kind of episodes we get to explore Kevin's football fandom, what Kevin, what got Kevin into football, and then actually talk about some news because if we're being honest, uh, yesterday was a pretty crazy day in the NFL. But to start off, Kevin, give us a little information about yourself, whatever, anything you want to disclose to our fans and... Uh, yeah, I'm Kevin. I'm devilishly, devilishly good looking. <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been playing football my entire life. It all kind of started when uh, my grandparents, who were huge Bills fans, had more shit than in the tiki. Honestly, with everything and donned with the Super Bowl years and even Jack Kemp knew my grandfather personally. Um, we used to call in and predict the scores from when I was one years old until... 22 when sadly they passed, but yeah, I've been a Bills fan season ticket holder previously, uh, played football, like I said, my entire life from when I was five until I was 18, played quarterback, linebacker, and you went yeah. to a school, or you went to the school and played quarterback of a current NFLer, I believe? So, uh, no, former. Is he no longer? Because last I knew he was in a camp in the last offseason. Yeah, but he's in Canada. So I oh, played behind Naaman Roosevelt. I wasn't even talking Naaman. Oh, who are you referring to? You, oh, you you're graduated. referring to, um, what's his name? Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, he was actually my brother's class. Okay. So he was a little after me, but I played, uh, and this goes to show you how great I was, uh, I played after Naaman. And after a D1 scholarship offer, me, and then Chad Kelly was after. So, you know, I was just kind of the stopgap for you, a year. You were pretty good. You were <laughs> decent, though, right? I was decent. I got my name in the paper a few times. But... Listen, you're, play, you're playing uh, technically a private school. Uh, and you know what the, the funny situation here is? Gary's a former host. He actually wanted to play D2 college ball. Jason played high school ball, at least to an extent. You were a, a pretty good high school player yourself, and I'm the only one who never played organized football once in my life. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen you out there. You sling it. I can sling for the fact that I taught myself that about six years ago. <laughs> Prior to that, I was always drunked up on, yeah, I'm going to be a receiver. I'm going to be a tight end. Uh, I couldn't throw a football to save my ass and then enter working in Clarence at a, at a building with a giant lawn, and we'd all just go throw on, on lunch, and everyone's like, oh, I got spread out. How far can you throw it? I'm like, Okay, we'll figure this We're one out. We're going to find out. Yeah, back in my heyday, I could launch the ball about 65 yards. You're better than I am. 
eh, no, no, I've just played more. No, but at the same time, I mean, the furthest I've ever thrown one is 52. So. That's fair. I couldn't do it anymore. Don't ask me I, to. I 45, it, maybe. I hung it 52 a year and a half ago. Very nice. 52, yeah, wind in my back. But, but... <laughs> now it comes out. Yeah, wind in my back and still with zero exercise straight out of, out of COVID quarantine. So, well, <laughs> actually get me in a gym, I might be able to do something a little more than that. <laughs> yeah, we actually, uh, I think you'd be interested in this. It's called the JFK. It's a touch league football, men's, in the summer. Uh, we did that for a couple years. We were very disorganized. Nobody ever wanted to show up to practice. But it's a lot of fun. And you play like cops and firemen, and they we've got shape. guys <laughs> who would play for us. We've we've been looking actually for a flag league to play the guys that we normally play with. You, you know who runs one of those? No, nope. Salins and Epic. Do they? Both facilities uh, have flag football. Mike and Mason, who you've played with, you yeah. they're in our league. They both want to be on. Gary and Jason both want to jump in. Jason's my favorite because at the stout size of five foot six. He's one of the best safeties I've ever seen deep because he gets lost in the shuffle so often you never see him, and he, he never leaves your eyes. He's very good at that distance of picking eyes and reading where the ball's going, and he's there before you see him up here. Interesting you say that. I think I would have made a better safety than I did a quarterback. Because, because you're I going to the offense. It's it's funny because that's uh, you haven't played – you play your own turkey bowl, but at turkey bowl this past year I learned so well playing against my own father, and he got so irritated with us. He, he threw a sideline pass. I'm good enough with the hip swivel. I can play. I'm just not in shape. I know what I need to do a corner. I'm just not fast enough or in shape enough to be able to stay on the field. And I threw a hip swivel, caught sideline, and jumped the route and picked him with a toe tap. And he's blowing a fit. Mind you, we had two friends on the sideline, Pizzer and Franco, whose jaw are on the ground. And they looked at me like, Fox, that's a catch. That's both toes in before even the white. Oh, was <laughs> like, he trying to say you were out? You oh, he, he was trying to say I had no. There was no way I picked that off. There was no. Could, there was no air left. I could see Fox being a little salty about it. Oh, always. <laughs> but so, anyways, uh, you already somewhat alluded to it. Your favorite football team is oh the Buffalo Bills. It's not like down. we drink every Sunday and every game there, there is about it. Um, Cheers. Your favorite player? Let's fire current, current and past. You can give both multiple answers on this. Even if you want to go hmm. current, past, offense, defense. Both sides. Go for it. All right. Uh, my favorite player growing up was Antoine Winfield. 5'10". I loved his physicality, how he brought it each week, and he wasn't flashy about it. I appreciated no. his professionalism. It's There was never uh and that's, I think, why he was never a more known name in the league is you didn't beat him. He never showed off about it. He was like the ugly little brother. Everybody knew he was damn good, but nobody because he wasn't he wasn't the name that everybody recognized. Exactly, and he was Mighty Mouse. He was so tiny. But when we had the Ohio State connection with him and Nate Clemens, yeah. our secondary was phenomenal. Yeah, and and then he went on and played what till '09, something like that. Yeah, and, and he, his it, son's in the league now. And his son is bomb. I've his got son I've is got really a, good. I've got a one of forty five dual tone rookie. Winfield Jr. card, and I'm I'm holding that for that's now. nice. Holding that one, yeah. For now. That kid's gonna have a good career. Yeah, he's gonna be very. I, just, I hope he gets out of Bolts or uh, Tampa because I think since they lost Tom, they're kind of cap, they're gonna they're strapped for cash. They're and, gonna be for the next year or two. And mm-hmm. I and it's funny because I had when I first opened the Twitter account when I started this this show last year, um, I had it out with Bucks fans that were so mad at me. No, you're stupid. You don't know what you talk about about the cap. And I'm like, dude, you're signing five or six of these guys to keep them on the roster, voiding a year 
that's just a full year dead cap. I'm like, Brady's dead cap actually goes two years or two or three years down the line. So like they're gonna have a tough time with the and that's where you might see Winfield be able to squeak out is he's already through two years. Mm-hmm. He's only there for four. And they're I mean they might have the fifth year. He was a first round pick, right? Second. I thought he was he first. He slid to the second. Oh, wow. They got uh Tristan Wirfs in the first round that Wait, year. So he was there, two years ago. Yep. Why didn't we take him? Who did we end up? He went right before us in the second round, and I. Who did we get? I can't remember because that would have been the. That was the Diggs year, so. We didn't have Diggs. correct. We didn't have a pick. Yeah, we traded. We, we traded for Stephon Diggs. Second, yeah. Um. Yeah, that was the COVID draft. Twenty twenty. And then the second. Oh, Epinesa. And I think. Either he went the pick before or the pick after, because I, I he might have been on the board. Because I remember. Don't I was, get me started on the picks before the Bills. Yeah, you for years we, and years. Torrell Troops. Torrell Troops. You mentioned it the other day, God. and you know what? That's how I knew you were a good fit for the show, because I feel like I feel like for the longest time I'm the only one who ever gets salty about Torrell Troops' name, realizing he was the pick before Rob Gronkowski. Right before um, AP, right before us. We ended was up he in that same one? Oh, see, I was okay. I didn't. I, I was didn't okay, but I want. So I'm a. Those are two different Oklahoma, drafts. No. Yes. Oklahoma. No. Adrian Peterson and Marshawn Lynch were the Marshawn same. Marshawn was 07. Year. Peterson was 08. They're both the I'm same. I'm positive. Year. Take a look. I will take a look right now because I'm positive of that because I remember that draft class. Peterson was the class with Forte, Slayton, and Chris Johnson. I I I'm know for sure. Yeah, but I'm uh I'm also an Oklahoma fan, so I root for four different schools: Florida State. A lot of people hate that I do that. Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and it used to be Penn State until, you know, that whole incident. Don't tell co-host uh, Jason about that. Because <laughs> you already heard him blowing a fit about oh, Notre he Dame. he hates Notre Dame. He equally hates Florida State. Is he a U fan? No. He just he sat here after you left that day blowing a fit when we watched really? uh, the, the Florida State tape. All right. NFL Draft 2007, Marshawn Lynch drafted. Pick 12. I'm going to see player selections who went at 11. Oh, maybe he was Patrick Willis. Okay, oh. no, no, you were correct, though. Peterson was drafted that year. Mm-hmm. He went at 7. And I wanted either Peterson or Willis because both of them were freaks of nature and going to so be god I, I locked in on Lynch from the get-go in that draft, and I was... I was... I don't know if I've seen a more fun player... Than Marshawn or Adrian Peterson? Than Marshawn. Oh, he's just, he was always having a good time. Always. I remember the first thing I liked about him was seeing the tape of him almost running someone over with the yeah, golf cart. Yeah, with the cart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was 16 at the time of this draft. I was working at the Buffalo Zoo. We had mandatory safety meetings. And they're like, all right, phone's off, this, this, this. I've got my phone, like, concealed. And I completely blew my cover when they drafted Marshawn because I stood up and cheered. And I was like, what are you cheering about? I was like, ah... I what happened? <laughs> uh, but no, 2020, who... I, I I need to see where it was, though, now. Where Winfield went 45. Okay. I okay. I so it was 49. We traded down, though, did we not, for that pick? I no, we didn't. Like... We didn't. Uh, the one we were upset about, the one a lot of Bills fans were upset about, was Epinesa went off the board with J.K. Dobbin on the board. Yeah. But I mean, Trayvon had... Diggs went right before. Antoine uh, Winfield went w- right before. Uh, Trayvon... Trayvon is a little bit of a liability, but those picks make up for Tra- all those yes, issues. Yes, Trayvon is a fun player, 
Not easy, but the thing is, I think that's something he'll learn throughout. He's six one at corner. Yeah. That's not small by any means. No. Um. Yeah. So you gave Antoine Winfield. Yep. Um. Hmm. Current favorite defensive player. Oh, it's it's a toss up. It's either Milano or Trey. I love Trey. Trey, Trey is the same theme as. Marshawn. Yeah. He's just fun. He's just fun. <laughs> uh, offensively, growing up, hmm. I don't really... We didn't have... So, I was just after the Super Bowl years. Like, I was alive, but I don't really remember them. So, I, I'm not going to cheap out and say Thomas or Kelly or Reed because I really didn't watch them. I'm on the same boat you are with that, so... I can respect it, and I've gone back and watched the tape. But, I mean... Of all time, I I just think, I just think Fred Jackson was work. He was Buffalo, through and through, undrafted. Same year as Marshawn came yep. onto the team. Yeah, and that's that's what kind of I would say that's what kind of doomed Marshawn. But to be fair, I was taking my other favorite running back prospect I've ever seen in C.J. Spiller. Yeah. But at that time, talking about schools. Being a huge Clemson fan, and like me being a Clemson fan didn't start when they started being good. That was 2005 when they were horrendous. Yeah, they were not good. They for were a awful long time forever. There. They were they were the little brother of South Carolina. South Carolina owned them in that series. Because yeah. who and, was the South Carolina coach? Is it Bobby Bowden? You're talking. No, that's about? Florida State. Okay, he did he not South Carolina? They had a, a perennial like long time, 10, 15, 20 years or something. Steve Spurrier. Okay, yes, they had Spurrier. Um, but yeah, football so, couch. I can't spell today. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fred Jackson. I mean, the guy was just awesome, and he's so humble. I met him like three times. Yeah, he's the nicest. Guy. He'll talk to you. He'll shake your hand. He doesn't take it for granted and think he's better than anybody. It's, it's funny. We talked before we got on air. Lou Holtz was also a big name at South Carolina prior. Uh, but we yeah. talked before we got on air, and you made a comment about wrestling and all that. I've met. Fred Jackson both times at WWE events with his kids. Wow. Happily. Yeah, come on over, brother. Let's take a picture. Like, the dude was awesome. One time I was out and Aaron Williams was out. Aaron Williams was usually always out with Fred. I met him as, as many times. And that's times. what it normally it was, right? Yeah. Wrong. I walk up, hey, Fred, hey, Aaron. It was Fred's twin. <laughs> you know who else used to hang with that group? And this is a total blast from the past as Bills fans? Frank Summers. Really? Frank the fucking tank. Hmm. I've met that man a couple times. He looked like a child. He is a child in a man's <laughs> body. Like, he's got the, 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 the youngest face I've ever seen. We met Spiller at a wrestling event once. I met Eric Wood like three times at wrestling. I love Eric Wood. Big fan. Big fan of Wood. Big fan of Kyle. <laughs> Big fan of Kyle Williams. See, I think I would replace Antoine Winfield with Kyle just because he holds a special spot in my heart. That was the first NFL draft I ever followed. And I Fair. saw his name in a magazine. I got the same name. They said he could be a steal. He's a fifth round pick. I'm gonna like this guy. Absolute, and I was like, wait, the Bills got him? Absolute legend. So to absolutely say like one definitive, I, I can't do it. Yeah. You know? I remember Antoine was like my first Bills jersey that I got. I loved watching him play. It was awesome. Kyle Williams obviously holds a special place in every yeah. Bills fan's heart, honestly. Yeah. You you know, it's just Good, hardworking, blue collar, God fearing Americans. It, it's 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 funny too. I said, "Oh, he has the same name as me." I later on met him in a training camp, 
and I don't get starstruck. I've met you've seen around around the room all these wrestlers and stuff. I, they're normal people, and I met Kyle Williams, and I just went, "I have the same name as you," <laughs> and he just went, "Ah." Oh, cool man and just walked away and I was like oh that was stupid if you ever want to run into him the owner of Dabutsu and Tutan yeah is from Louisiana and went to LSU Kyle but, Williams comes in all the time dude I mean it's still the worst thing I've ever seen uh who was the long snapper before Reed Ferguson um Garrison Sanborn Garrison mm. Sanborn Garrison Sanborn Jason our other co-host is obsessed with the long snappers because he was a long snapper in high school. He has such respect for them. And Garrett, we're at training camp and Garrison runs by and he goes, Garrison! And he goes, Somebody? Me? And he goes, I love you! It's all I can muster! I love you! <laughs> um, honorable mentions, you gotta love Stevie Johnson. Yes. If he had, and don't get me wrong, I love Fitz too. He's gonna always hold a special place in Buffalo's Stevie, heart. Stevie's still in Buffalo. Stevie runs, yeah, football camps. I know. I would love to get him on the show, but he's a little bit too much. Yeah, but I mean, also when you talk about it, just fun to watch out there, loving it. When he played his first season, because he was a sixth round pick or whatever, yep. I was watching that kid. I think it. Who was it? I can't remember the exact team. Maybe Arizona. And he was just running all over, and I was like, "This kid's gonna be good." But then, was it Chan? I think was the yeah. coach. I hate Chan. <laughs> um, wouldn't wouldn't give him the time of day. The kid could run routes. He had good hands. If he had a better quarterback than Fitz, because let's face it, Fitz is a bottom third. Stevie was the '08 draft. Uh, I think it's Chan. I don't know why. I feel like it was Chan. The the, the timeline lines up. Dick Geron. Oh, that, it was Geron. That guy. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on... Ugh. It's it's funny, though. <laughs> There's so many of these guys. You The way you just described Stevie is the way I first discovered Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Sitting in the tiki. I still lived at home at the time, and Fox is like, oh, we're, we're going to go watch. We're going to put a, a 18 pre- preseason games on, and I'm fixated on the Vikings game. I'm like, who is this kid? Yo, I was like, he he racked up like five catches for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. I'm like, this gets me good. Mm-hmm. And here he is. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I, I don't know how you couldn't favor current offensive player. Josh. It's Josh. It's Josh. <laughs> Again, uh, I like Mitch Morse. <laughs> no, really, no, nothing against Mitch Morse. I'm like, a big fan of the Snowman. The Snowman. Well. That's my so, mom's favorite player. Is it? Actually, she That's... loves Dawkins. Uh I want to get him on the wing show so bad. Yeah, I, he would be a lot of fun. I he think he just, would do it too. He just seems like he has fun in everything he does. It reminds me of Sam Reinhart switching to hockey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey Sam, my name's Samson. And I always have fun. Like, that's I feel like my name's uh, Dion. You had I always, fun last night. He had a great time last night. <laughs> if only the Bruins didn't screw me as always gambling. Thank, always. thank you, Boston. And for those of you who don't know, Samson came back. They routed a six to one. It was bad. He had three points. I yeah. But that's a player you can't hate. It's not no. his fault. No. Did you ever see the video of him after they traded him? Mm-mm. He called back to Kevin Adams to thank him for the opportunities here to tell him he's very upset because he really wanted to be part of turning this team around and telling him he has faith that him and, and Don will be able to turn the team around and he's just he's a genuinely good mm-hmm. dude. He's this, not he's not uh 
the asshole. He's no. not. He's not no. Eichel. No, and, and look at what he's doing in Vegas now. He's They're actually losing. He, but he's finally warming up. Yeah, but I think he's an issue in the locker yes. room. No, he's a locker room cancer for mm-hmm. sure. He is what we've seen so many times in Buffalo in the past with both both sports. Um, all right, uh, favorite. The other two part, our favorite football moment, your playing career, and as a fan. Favorite football moment playing was so we were real bad my freshman year. Yeah, the freshman team was terrible. The coaching was not great. Um, it can't put it all on that. Yeah, but we we only scored one offensive touchdown like all year. Impressive. Was yeah. it you? Uh, it was me and my best friend at the time. He ran a post route, and I launched this thing like 40 yards in the air, hit him in stride. He goes, it's an 88-yard touchdown. That was probably my favorite. I mean, Little League, you know, you win the championship. Yeah. Or, there are some other moments here and there, but that one always sticks out because that was my first high school throwing touchdown. Like, yeah. That was exciting. Favorite overall? Ooh. I don't think it's a moment. I think it's an entire game because I got to go to my first playoff home game and we routed the people the, the, the who Pats. kept us under their thumb for 20 years. It's funny because usually out of Bills fans, I've I've always seen that one. Up. Yeah, okay. Like even with Jason on, what's your favorite? When they, when they got in the playoffs. New Year's Day. And that's that, usually but, the one. But that wouldn't be a Bills moment, I don't think. I think it is because... because you you're getting over this hype and you're still on jitters. You just won. They're watching it, and then then I would argue, you mean the locker room scene, not not you know them I, making I, the playoffs. But I guess if we're gonna take the whole game for that, I could take the whole circumstance for Fair. for that. So Fair. yeah, because watching that video and you see Kyle Williams picking up his son, and just you're like still tears in his day. eyes. I remember exactly where I was when that happened. I remember where I was. I ran down the street. I was driving home because I worked in a group home, and it was like, I don't know, 7, 8 o'clock. 7 o'clock, roughly. Something like that. I'm on my way home because it's New Year's Eve, going to meet up with some friends, and I'm I'm in my car, and Bulldog is on the radio, and (laughs) he goes, all right, this is the last play. We need this, or, you know, another year. goes to 18, and very somberly, like, he must have been in disbelief. Goes that they scored. They they scored, <laughs> and I just jammed the horn for like ten minutes, shaking. I almost broke the steering wheel off. Oh man, just it was yelling, awesome. just chaos. That I, was we, a really good one. I think we had Gary and Jason over. I think Pesner might have been over. It wasn't even in the tiki. It was in the basement. Um. Myself and Heather's. I think we all went over to Heather's for New Year's. I worked. I worked the next morning, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I'll be the DD. I, I can't drink anyways. I have to work at six a.m. It wasn't even like, oh, you work at like nine. No. It was a six a.m. Yeah. shift. Oh. Um, yeah, tried doing that with a bunch of people after the Bills just won because nobody was ready for to be DD'd home. I was like, guys, we gotta leave. It's two a.m. I have to work in like th- in like three hours. <laughs> um. But no, man, uh, I, I love it. It's We have such a fun group of people who have history with football, mm-hmm. with watching a tiny group of people that watch it together, and people who can see football past 
That's I think that's the best thing about it. We have people who can see football past being. I'm a fan of the Bills, so anybody else sucks. Like, no, I have players I like on other teams that are fun to watch. I actually have a second team that it's an NFC team, so that way you know there's no real crossover. I am a Packers fan. I wish Aaron Rodgers would shut the hell up sometimes. <laughs> but it's it's funny because I have a second team, and we've had such a rivalry with the Bills lately with that team uh, that I don't like to admit it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a Steelers fan. So I have a reason. I'm a Mike Tomlin fan. I like Mike Tomlin a ton, but like, 96, my aunt worked with Justin Stroll's ex-mother, which was the Steelers offensive lineman. So I used to get signed stuff from the Steelers all the time. See, so like, growing up, I was like, I knew a Steeler. This is my other team. So like, that was my first dose. Like, oh my, this team's winning. Like, I got the two Super Bowls with them. And like, the Bills weren't good at the time. So like, it worked out well, but like, yeah, it's Bills over anybody. So, I hate to admit it, growing up, because I, I, I could consciously somewhat remember the Super Bowls. Yeah. I was also a Cowboys fan for a while. Yikes. They had two players who wore my favorite number. My favorite number is eight, because I was born August 8th, the eighth month, on the eighth day. Troy Aikman wore eight. Michael Irvin was 88, 88. which is my birthday. So, like, growing up, that's why, but then, obviously, I smartened up. That's okay. I, for some reason, I was 111, uh, but I became a fan of 88, too. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just really liked, uh, the number 8 has always kind of stuck. Uh, I was a Flyers fan growing up. Ooh. My favorite goaltender left Florida to go to, to Philadelphia, John Van Beesbrook. Uh. So I followed him there, and then I was like, I like this Lindros guy. Uh, Lindros was good. Lindros was great. Sadly, the one that like got almost was never was. Yeah, you know? because he got knocked out how many times, and he Too had such eight. a shortened career. Yeah. But growing up playing ice hockey, eight eighty eight, went to forty eight when Breer became a saber. Yeah, okay. Um, and then I went to nineteen and ninety one. Nineteen, <laughs> so I could always remember my anniversary with my wife, and uh, ninety one because I just everybody in the league was wearing it at that time. But uh, no, so I, th- I think that's that's a real good way to start that. We do have some fun news this week, guys. Uh, oh, starting off, you already alluded to you talked about Aaron Rodgers, but Rodgers, did he go on himself and officially announce it, or did like Pat McAfee just announce it? He's, he's staying with Green Bay. Yeah, apparently that's what he's saying, that he's staying with Green Bay. But he hasn't re-upped his contract yet. Yeah, because it was announced that he did. Two, four years, $200 million, and then... Schefter announced that like an hour after it was announced that he was staying, and then like three hours later, Rodgers came on and said, "Yeah, I'm happy to be part of part of Green Bay season 18, but also I haven't signed any contract." And that's what I'm worried or I'm confused about because we all know Scheffler. When he says it, it's he's been he's been missing a little bit lately, but still. But I wonder if Rodgers is doing this for a ploy. Because he loves the attention. It's not like he can get himself anywhere else now. The the the, the main favorite, it's the next news, the main favorite of where we thought Roger was going to go, made yeah. a huge trade today as well. Um, there's still the Steelers. I mean, there's Seattle now. There is Seattle, but I don't think he'd go to Seattle. There's always the Niners. Because he also wants say, and that was Russ's biggest complaint. There is the Niners, and they have a great offense around them. Kyle they Shanahan do. is really good at what he does. I can tell you that this right now, 
It'd be the worst case scenario if you're a Packers fan if they send Trey Lance back that way. Because Ooh, I can't. Yeah. I don't think that kid's going to amount to. That kid's going to be a higher draft to Jordan Love. Yeah. I don't have a problem with Jordan Love. I either. don't like Jordan Love. I don't think he's very good. I don't think you get much of a chance behind that because you look at Rodgers' first couple starts when he was behind Favre. It's yeah. very similar. I guess. Very similar. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just. I had a high school teacher who always said something, and it kind of made sense when you. When you watch the Bills quarterbacks through the years, who was the most successful before Josh? Arguably Kyle Orton and Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Both played in cold weather areas. Yeah. Everyone else that we would draft or try and use, warm weather quarterbacks. You can't bring a Southern Cali kid, unless he plays college somewhere, because Josh is Cali, but, but he but played in Wyoming. Aaron Rodgers. California, he, California Green Bay. He is like the exception. Look at Ben's success. I, I would have said Tom, but Tom was Michigan. Michigan. Um, I'm trying to think who else did this prove that. To an extent, you could... Uh, he grew up there. Never mind. So you could say Burrow, but Burrow grew up in Chica- in, uh, in Ohio. In Ohio. Mm-hmm. I would say Russ, but Wisconsin's Wisconsin? not very warm. No. Philly's weird. I don't think... Carson once played in North Dakota, so that doesn't count. Yeah, and Hertz was at, oh no, he went Alabama, Oklahoma, right? Yes. But I don't know where he's from. I don't know where he's but from he either. But he also didn't do super well. I mean, He's not that a great team, throwing quarterback. Yeah, that team is a little... That's going to be my, my shock of the year when Jalen Hurts is not the starter next year. Mm-hmm. If you are a fantasy sports card collector and you're listening to the show... Offload your Jalen Hurts rookies right now because I have a feeling he he's his stock is going to plummet. Yeah. Um, but it's as we alluded to, Ross Wilson mm-hmm. and a fourth round pick because the fourth round pick was the deal breaker. <laughs> I am. I mean, you you said it off air when before we came in. I thought they loved Noah Font. So I think I don't think it's that they don't. But for the window of the defense, the young defense and the young weapons they have, yeah, because you for they freed up a bunch of cap. Melvin Gordon's not on the team anymore. True, his contract's up. You've got a second year running back in Javante William who looked really good. He did look good last you year. You still have three very highly well, two highly paid and one young kid on a rookie deal still at receiver mm-hmm. in Cortland Sutton, Patrick or Tim Patrick, and Jerry Judy. And I think if anything, Judy's going to flourish. Judy's going to do really well. I wish Cortland Sutton would stay healthy. Same. Uh, you almost. I almost wish Tim Patrick went elsewhere. Tim Patrick's my favorite success story because of Dynasty League. <laughs> when I started the rook or the league with uh, our friend Frank, our team, our draft went very bad because we put all of our eggs in the basket of Michael Thomas, which, as we know, how two years later has done nothing for us. And we had so much roster space, and we're I'm like, all right, preseason's done, and I'm looking through depth charts, and I see Tim Patrick, wide receiver three, and I'm like, hell, or wide receiver four. I remember who was behind at the time. I was like, who the hell's this guy? Well, he's, he's probably gonna get playing time, so I just scooped him up. And then Cortland Sutton goes down week two, and Tim Patrick just becomes a force, and I'm like, dude, we got him for nothing in a dynasty league, and he's been consistent for two years. But he's dude. When I did homework on him. He's six four and ran one of the fastest forty times in his draft class. Wow, he's he's a that. huge dude, and I'm like, I mean, as long as you can fi- figure out what you're doing with that size, you'll be successful in the league. Yeah, size I mean, doesn't mean you're successful, but if you can figure out the league, size matters, Kyle. 
Unless you're James Hardy. Or me. <laughs> oh! But no, uh, I mean... I feel like both teams won this trade. It does seem... Seattle for, for sure mean, got a heist. I mean, for... Yeah, they got the King's ransom. Yeah. I mean, Russ has proven. Yes. He's very good, obviously. he's. Did he win two or only one? Super Bowl. One, because they one, threw the pick. One, but he went to two. They threw the pick. I don't know why they don't give the ball to I lost so much money because <laughs> it didn't. Oh, uh, and they allowed Tom Brady to win. My it most hated football moment ever. <laughs> Dude, if that hits, I go over six grand on oh, betting. Oh, that's I, I have final score on squares for 2500 and I had one of those parlay cards before gambling was legal in New York State where you had a... I had a 10-card parlay on a $50, and it was oh. like... It was like it would have been close to like four grand on that card. Jeez. Because I was nine of ten. That's, that's, I was nine of ten. You know what I missed? Seahawks over on points. And they only lost by one point on the over on that. That's wow. My most, uh, my worst football moment is that Monday night game. Which one? <laughs> it was like, well, maybe 13 seconds. That might be a No, no, I, no, no. I, when you said Monday night, I. Literally, the when Dallas I said that, because Cowboys the, game. the Leotis fumble. No. Okay. The Leotis fumble was against the Patriots opening Who match. Who screwed up the Dallas game? We did. Because they kicked an onside, and then they were able to kick a field goal with, like, four seconds left. We should have never been in that position. We were up, like, 17 points going into the fourth. I mean, it's, it's the same. Uh. I, we had the longest history of just awful Monday Nighters, because I remember going to one as a freshman in high school, and it was the Battle of Lake Erie game. I have a towel for it, and it was six to three in an absolute whiteout, and we lost to the Cleveland Browns by three points. I hated that game. No, the six to three wasn't the Monday night. Yeah, it was. It was like thirteen ten. I'm, I'm gonna the, double check that, but I because remember. I had season tickets, and I remember sitting there through the entire Browns game. Oh, we're gonna score. All we need is a touchdown. All we need is a touchdown. Six to fucking three. Something that <laughs> we haven't touched on much. At all on the show because it's just it's it's a touchy subject. But did you see there's news on the on the Deshaun Watson front? No, I did not. There's dual news. I'm gonna see if I can read it word for word. Tom Pelissero actually tweeted out about it. Um, basically, they're they're telling him to plead the fifth this upcoming week because they've booked the civil suits ahead of the federal case, and it's by like three days. And they tried to delay the civil suits till after the federal case. Uh-huh. But they don't want him saying anything, anything to incriminate himself. Correct. In case, yeah. um, Deion Sanders lost two toes. How do you do that? No, they amputated two toes on his so foot due to, a, due to a blood clot. Oh, damn. Stemming from a previous surgery. You know, he actually had a pretty good year coaching. He had a great year. And he's going to make Jackson State something fierce. Which is fun. They, That'll did be did fun. you see who they got? Mm-mm. They swindled oh, yeah, the, they, top, they got the, the, top, the top recruit in the nation. Yeah. Um, where is. Mina Kimes absolutely absolutely destroyed uh, destroyed the entire Cardinals organization. Why? Because she's a Seahawks fan and she's like she was tweeting all day about trying to hold it together with losing uh, Russ. Russ, and the Cardinals at her. You okay? So she gra- screen grabs a picture of Kyler Murray in an Oakland A's jersey and goes, "You okay?" Oh, Mina Kimes <laughs> for the win. Tom Pelissero, the district attorney, investigating Deshaun Watson plans to present her case to a grand jury on Friday. 
the same day as Watson's civil death or deposition. Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, told me a request to delay the deposition until Monday was denied, so Watson will plead the fifth during the entire case. Harden told me he's doing what any attorney would do. I'm not going to allow him to testify in the civil case until the grand jury completes its investigation. Yeah, uh, but I mean, that's going to bring some clarity on the situation there, and as we just saw, yeah. two firsts, two seconds, a fifth, no, the fifth went with Russ. The fourth went with Russ. Oh. The fifth goes back to, to Seattle. Because it was two first, two second, a, a fifth. A fifth, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and, and Noah Font. Um, dude, Font's a nice thing because Seattle loves their tight ends and has not had a successful one in and forever. And they have Metcalf, so there'll be whoever they Although they Metcalf go. might not be there either. I'm hearing that it's... What, like a trade I'm that hearing he wants that, a Yes, trade? not that he wants a trade. I'm hearing that Pete Carroll and the organization is open to throw out your price and no one's off the off limits. Wow. And that's why everyone's pounding on the table for Brandon Bean to call and get it on DK. Oh my god. Could you imagine that? Three? You know how much it would cost us? Outside of like... He's still the, in the rookie deal, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're only going to get him for two years, but if you're Bean and you're going all in to win a Super Bowl... Imagine. Especially, oh let, let's god. say you wait until after the draft... Because this is my scenario earlier. I hate saying it because I don't like paying for running backs. But did you see what the price they want for um, Christian McCaffrey is? It's not much. A first and a cheap player. Yeah. If you wait till after the draft, nobody coughs a first for him. You might be able to get him for a second next year. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. No, but I'm not saying get rid of Singletary. But if you can talk them into, hey, we'll give you Zach Moss you in a second what, next year. You know what I like? You keep Singletary in the backfield. We're getting rid of Beasley anyway. You move him to slot. I, I don't need that. to move him there full time. I want to use him as an X weapon. Put him anywhere he fits in the field. If you want to throw him in the slot, you throw him in the slot. You want to, you want to use him out of a, out of a two-back set? Yeah. Even better. I think you can get more creative in the game plan, which is only going to let Josh is going to go for 6,000 yards next year in that situation. <laughs> But you do that, and if you can get if if you can hold off and no one goes for DK and you've got the cap and you can go pull DK too, who stops that offense? I I know it's a pipe dream; it's next to impossible. Yeah. But believe me, if there's a way, Brandon will find it. Yeah, and, and the thing is, they already cut AJ Klein and A in Buffalo. No, more news. Um, I don't think Daryl Williams is safe. I don't think John Feliciano is safe. Both. Vastly yeah. underperformed. Cody Ford, it's not a big save, but it's two and a half mil. You cut Cody Ford, you can afford DK Metcalf salary. Not that that's like a huge thing, could but. You, could you imagine Josh in the shotgun? You got Diggs to the right. You got DK Gabe Davis to the left. Because DK can play all he's three. Been, he's been playing slot a lot. Yeah, and who's covering that fucking guy? 6'4, no. yeah. 230, runs a 4'3, like. Yeah. And built like a Greek guy. Oh, my God. Uh, the last bit, I think, of news we have then on the day. I'm going to see because I apparently deleted it after I made the... Uh, <laughs> it's my, that's the best thing about doing this is I pay for a, an, an on my phone, um, basically, Photoshop so I can okay. make graphics on the run. Oh, I right. sat there at work today. Sorry, any coworkers that are listening. Uh, and I was so involved with everything that came in. Uh <laughs> The franchise tag players with yesterday, at time of recording this, uh, being the deadline at 4 o'clock. Five, or eight players received the tag. Green Bay's Devontae Adam officially tagged with the return of Aaron Rodgers. 
Uh, Tampa Bay's wide receiver, Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. tagged. I'm not a fan of that for my own personal selfish reasons because I really wanted to see Jalen Darden finally take the step forward. Mm-hmm. He was a third-round pick. Yeah. Probably not as likely because he's a slot receiver. Godwin is their slot receiver. True. Uh, Kansas City tags offensive tackle Orlando Brown Jr. Okay. Cincinnati tags safety Jesse Bates the third. Okay. He was phenomenal for them, so that's a huge move. They have enough money. I think it was yeah. just making sure he doesn't get away from them. Yeah. Uh, Dallas tags tight end Dalton Schultz. After he, he started to show last year. He was he had a great year. He was a top six fantasy tight end. Um, but that was after they were structured like they were structured restructured for and moved around contract salary on two. Like, they had to do so much to get under the books to be able to, to tag him. I like um, Dak for the Cowboys. They restructured him. I wanted Dak actually coming out of, of out college. Of LSU? I was like, yeah, no, he was Arkansas. Oh, uh, no. Er, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. No. Yeah. Mississippi I State. I thought he was Arkansas. Or, er, I don't know. It's hard to keep track sometimes. Um, but I, I really liked his tape. Yeah. I, I mean... Nothing makes me happier, though, than watching the Cowboys spin their wheels yeah. year after year, wasting debt. They're, they're, they're in so much trouble doing that. <laughs> uh, Cleveland. I hate Cleveland. Tags David and Joku after putting a wow. boatload of money into Austin Hooper two years yeah. ago. Uh, Miami what are they tags... going to do with Baker? He hasn't gotten a contract offer. He hasn't this gotten a fifth, fifth year. year. Did he? This is his fifth year. Okay. Uh, I think they're gonna play it out unless he makes dr- drastic improvements and like the, he has a reason. They they might he might not even be the starter come this year. I yeah he just he has all the potential. I loved him at Oklahoma. Like I said, I'm an Oklahoma fan, so I was like, this kid's good, and he just can't put it together. He's too busy doing Hulu commercials and all farm or all state or whatever fucking <laughs> other commercials he signed for. Uh, Miami. Uh. Tags tight end Mike Gusecki. Penn State guy. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the right move. Yeah. they. I don't like Tua. I'm, I'm happy that they're in my division because Tua's not good. You know what, what really sucks even more is like, what sucks for Gusecki is with Tua under center, He's he has his biggest games when Tua's not playing. Yeah. And that's with Jacoby Brissett throwing passes. That's a bad thing. I heard an interesting... To completely sidebar, but because you said the name, wouldn't hate Jacoby Brissett as the backup for Josh. He's just immobile. That's my only issue. He's not, he's like a, he is as close to statuesque as you get back there, and it's upsetting. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he's been in the league. You're hoping that, that I'll tell that you right now, anyway. Greedy, greedy in case we make a run. I want Fitz as the backup. <laughs> I just want to be able to say we got Fitz as I don't, Bowl. I don't love the idea. He doesn't fit the scheme, and it's just it's a pipe yeah. dream. I mean, I wouldn't say he doesn't fit the scheme. We've seen Fitz; he can move. But he's he, also what forty two now. Something, but but he's got the Josh mentality. He will sling it. So you you might get a few more picks, but at least the offense will still move. And that's he's the thing you, you know that he's not going to lose you games. He could. He he could, but but in a pinch, his rate of winning is going to be the same as losing. Yeah. He's going to either pull out a great game or a stinker, and if he pulls out a stinker. Any kid you're going to draft is going to do the same thing off the streets. Exactly. Uh, and the last one, uh, Jacksonville tags offensive tackle Cam Robinson, who's, who's like a middle-of-the-road tackle. So, like, interesting, interesting move there. Yeah. Uh, but, guys, I think that'll do it. Kevin will be back on more frequently. We have spent a lot of time already watching quarterback tape this past week. Yes, we have. Uh, I got starting, more to watch. <laughs> yeah, you have more to watch. Uh, 
possibly still this week getting tight end tape as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guys, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Jeanette at the Therapy Session Buffalo. Check us out on our website, tiggytribetvpro.squarespace.com. Go on the sponsor page, click her link, you can go right to her booking page. Uh, shout out to our dude Damien at the Player Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I wish he had more of a functional site. But click that link. It'll take you right to his Instagram. You can see exactly what kind of charcuterie boards he does. Shout out to our dude, Charlie, down at Renegade Studios in Florida. Uh, if you've ever tuned in on Sunday mornings when we do our live show, that's who made our awesome graphics for that. If you stream anything like that, he'll take care of you as well. Last but not least, my personal favorite, right here on our microphone stand. Shout out to our dude, Kyle, at Chicken Dippin', because nothing goes better with football than chicken wings. So that's right, guys. Check them out at chicken underscore dipping on Instagram or chickendippin.com. If you go to the website, throw in code SPREAD716, S-P-R-E-A-D-716 at checkout for 15% off your order. Guys, we'd like to thank Kevin for coming on for the first show. Thank you for having me. Excited for this future with uh, with these. I haven't had this much fun recording an episode in quite some time. Uh, it'll be even more chaotic when we get to drafting with you, me, Gary, oh, and won't your brother joins in. Yep. Uh, but guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We will show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>